I want to share something with you um, that comes out of a church in London, St. Peter's Vauxhall. And it's a quote. So I've heard it said a lot that this is going to be a strange Christmas. And I'm not quite sure yet what Christmas means to me as I'm brand new. But I've been told about the traditions, the legacies passed down from generations, the gift giving, the turkey with all the trimmings, and it all sounds marvelous. I'm a pandemic baby, born into a world of anxiety and fear. It's all I've known. However, I've also been told about Jesus and Christmas, a savior born for our eternal salvation, the light and darkness, and that's the bit I'm most excited about. End quote from Little Cressy, lockdown baby in London. Now, of course, um, these are, I presume, imagined words. this lockdown baby who was born during COVID pandemic, the COVID pandemic. And I was fortunate enough to meet a family yesterday at our uh, service in Alice Park, who also had a child of a similar age, uh, who had known nothing different than what we're going through right now. And like little Cressy, the only life she's known is one in lockdown. The only people presumably that she's known very well are her immediate family. She hasn't been to play groups or NCT groups. Friends and family's birthdays have come and gone. She has likely never seen the inside of a coffee shop. And perhaps her only view of the world has been from inside of a pram. If she's fortunate, her parents may have a bit of garden space in London where she can crawl around. Otherwise, she would have to contend with Countless other people flocking to green spaces in London. She's never traveled out of the country, never been on a holiday, and she's becoming very very familiar with FaceTime, like many of us. And yet there's no reason to expect that little Cressy isn't the happiest, most joy-filled, chilled-out, and lovable baby girl you've ever met. Just because she doesn't now live the life that her parents lived doesn't mean she has to miss out on life. And there's something really relevant about the fact that Jesus arrives in the way that he does. There is an attempt to glorify his arrival. You know, I, I think of this baby Jesus in a glorified manger. And maybe that's my goal to normalize the squalor that he's born into. To understand in my terms what it means for the Savior of the world to come on the scene. It's hard for me to imagine what it was like for his parents who'd spend the next few years worrying about keeping this baby Jesus alive. But it's not hard for God You know, there are some people still born into this world the very same way today. In hardship and relative poverty, political disadvantage, and the fact that I don't understand it, much as I try, doesn't actually matter. 
Because Jesus has come to be part of our lives. You know, He makes that first move to move in with us, to be a human being among us. And I've seen Him do this in really normal ways. You know, in friendships that I've had, in my family members who've been a support to me. Sometimes they've said things to me that are convicting, giving me a nudge. And I've seen Jesus move in that way. And I've seen Him move in supernatural ways and people being healed in signs and wonders. Visiting people through the power of the Holy Spirit, through dreams and visions and words and pictures from Scripture. I would hate for us to underestimate the power of Jesus Christ to change this world for the better. And I think simultaneously, when I stand up here as a representative of church, you know, I need to hear that too as a leader. One of the things that surprised me most when I run into people out there, we've had a couple of great events. We, I was just talking about Chris Engel and Carol's we had in the garden where loads of people, how many people showed up, Belinda? About 150. We had a, uh, um, a pop-up nativity service in Alice Park. Rachel, how many people showed up, do you reckon? No idea. Similar, similar numbers. And you know what surprised me is nobody said to me, gosh, I wish we were in the church. <laughs> no one said to me, hey, vicar, I wish we were, instead of this, I wish we were listening to you preach. <laughs> Nobody said that to me. You know, and I actually think that's a good thing. You know, because they came with a blank slate. They came with fresh, open eyes and ears, wanting to see, wanting to experience. And to me, that's such a good challenge. Being able to see Jesus at work out there. See him doing stuff in people's lives. I want to tell you that there's hope. I have thoroughly enjoyed meeting all of those people and thoroughly enjoyed getting to know all of you. It's exciting and hopeful and fun and new. And the Holy Spirit is in this, in this movement of getting us outside and getting us meeting people, getting us in the elements among complete strangers. And as in we saw in the nativity yesterday, a few livestock, including a cow and some reindeer. And maybe that's the church in the manger that Jesus was inviting us into so many years ago. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth, the true light that gives light to everyone. Merry Christmas.